Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Um, hello and welcome to this EM360 podcast. My name is Susan Walsh, the classification guru. I am the fixer of dirty data and I'm delighted to be your host on this podcast. I'm the founder and MD of the classification guru and I'm a specialist in data classification, taxonomy, customization and data cleaning. Now, in today's episode, I am joined by Mark Vanderweel, field CTO at Fivetran, and we are here to talk about the top takeaways from today's Modern Data Stack Roadshow and answer the question, is the modern data stack dead? So welcome, Mark. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Uh, absolutely. So um, my name is uh, Mark Vanderweel, as you said. Um, um, my uh, job title at Fivetran is Field CTO. I joined Fivetran as part of the HVR acquisition back in October of 2021. Yeah. And at um, HVR, I had the CTO role, and I had been with HVR for more than seven years prior to the acquisition. Wow, and I bet when you merged, you needed the Fivetran tool to merge everything together? Uh, yes, well, we needed a bit of uh, Fivetran for extract load and yeah. then some transformation to merge it all together. Tell us a little bit about Fivetran. Yeah, so with Fivetran, we focus on extract load um, and I would say focused around change data capture to be able to um, keep data downstream data in sync um, with as low latency as possible. Now with Fivetran, we, we've always focused on making this extremely easy to use so that customers don't have to worry about building, managing and maintaining pipelines, leave it up to Fivetran to do that. And actually that's something that we heard about this morning from your actual customers telling us how easy it is to use Fivetran. In fact, um, one client said, you know, I'm not even a data engineer, but I managed to set the whole thing up myself. Um, it sounds like you are making life a lot easier for a lot of clients. That, that is absolutely the goal. And that is, well, part of the value pro proposition. Now, something else that was mentioned this morning was that maybe you perhaps created the modern data stack terminology. Is that true? Yes, uh, we had a discussion at the modern data stack conference in San Francisco a couple of months ago. And the one of the questions were centered around the origin of, um, of the modern data stack as a phrase or as a term. And indeed, um, if not the inventor, then certainly one of the biggest champions behind modern data stack as a as a phrase well, that's or, or cool. as a category has been Fivetran. And for anyone that's listening that might not know, what is a modern data stack? Yeah, so that is an excellent question. A modern data stack is um, described or has a number of attributes, but it's, it's all centered around cloud-based analytics. Um, one could say the modern data stack started with Redshift back in 2012 when, when Amazon launched or AWS launched uh, Redshift. But it's a, it's a data platform, it's analytics tools, it's tools to feed the data, right? Fivetran, we, we like to think we're part of the modern data stack. Yeah. Uh, but then also uh, technologies to then utilize and leverage the data. So whether it's machine learning capabilities, whether it's visualization, business intelligence, 
there was talk about reverse ETL, there's data catalogs, like essentially the, the tools that, that, um, that, that really round out the platform as a, as a data analytics platform for the masses. Yeah, I, I'm the, as a non-technical person, the, the visualization in my mind is that it's lots of different things just kind of stacked on top of each other in one place. Right, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. There is, of course, the data storage, then the, the, the processing of it, and then ultimately it's like, okay, so do you want to visualize it in charts or as as a in a tabular format whatever yeah and you um had a great session this morning um talking about is the modern data stack dead so tell us is it dead well that is indeed that was the crux of the of the of the keynote presentation is it dead or not and i took a, a, a view into history and I, th I considered um, data analytics that we all perform as businesses, as organizations. And well, if, if I look at modern data stack and, and the enablers, there's certainly attributes or aspects that get enabled by a modern data stack, but ultimately it's all centered around this, this, this age old concept of doing data analytics. So is data analytics dead? Well, I don't think it is. Likewise, if if you all um, uh, uh, let's say center around the concept, or if you buy into the concept of modern data stack, it's not dead. It's evolving, right? Like so, so there's new technologies that yeah. come uh, come around, go around, but ultimately, it's it's about the analytics and it's the use cases that it enables. You you used the best, my favorite analogy ever. I think that it was like desserts. Oh yes, absolutely. We yeah. talked about desserts. Yes, yeah. that it's it's it it, it evolves. It um, it's it's the experience ultimately that kind of describes. Um, yeah, it's it's really good uh, visualization for for people to understand quite quickly. Um, but there's also talk of the postmodern data stack. So is that just a fancy word, or is there some some meaning behind that? Well, so this uh, so this was shown as part of the presentation on the on the slide. Like somebody had posted on LinkedIn, I think um, something about well, questioning essentially is the modern data stack dead? And sure enough, it said as part of their job title, like founder of the postmodern data stack company. Yeah. So I so of course the, there is a narrative you you want to drive if you, like depending on what your company does and it's what business you're in. Yeah. And but so likewise, you if you ask my strongly biased opinion about data integration and what are the, the best tools to utilize, well, you can only imagine what what technologies I'm going to Yeah, mention. I think you need to create the post-post-modern data stack and then you've won. <laughs> yeah, right, yes, that's a good idea. Um, and so today there were a lot of um, Fivetran clients here in the room all uh, praising uh, the, the, the tool do you find that you have common issues amongst your clients that you're helping them with? Well, so the, ultimately, I think the, the clients are all trying to become more data-driven and or try to um, make data accessible by more individuals in their organization. And in some cases, we see organizations even building data products for their customers. So even having data sets or results of data analysis go out to their customers for, for mutual benefits. So um, 
at a at a high enough level, like absolutely, we're solving the same problem yeah. for the for for all our for all of our customers. However, um, we do see um, certain classes of organizations struggling with different types of challenges because of the data sources that they have, or the, the essentially the the amount of um, history the organization uh, has to deal with. Yeah, and when you are pulling all these multiple different sources together, uh, data quality, data management and data governance becomes an issue. And we both sat on um, the round tables for this and had some fantastic discussions. Um, what, what was your biggest takeaway from that? Yeah, so uh, my biggest takeaway, and this was not uh, centered specifically around a particular part of the discussion, but just recognizing the, the enormous challenge that organizations deal with. And even if I look at Fivetran, Fivetran is an incredibly data-driven company, but historically and almost understandably as a, as a startup that rapidly grows it's like everybody has access to everything and and life is easy yeah. so long as that is the case it becomes far more complicated yeah. once sections of the organization depending on their roles uh, need access to um, to only parts of the data and and other parts of the, and parts of the organization are not allowed to have access to other other parts of the data yeah. so at Fivetran, we were at a scale where I think this can be very coarse grain. It's like, okay, HR gets access to the HR data and nobody else does, yeah. kind of at that level. But if you're a more complex organization and if you're, or you're a complex enterprise, those rules become like almost exponentially more complicated. Yeah. And then how do you manage access at scale for the entire organization is a is a, an incredibly difficult problem to solve what really surprised me in the first uh, round table was and it could be because there were smaller organizations but nobody had a data governance plan in place and i was really surprised at that i don't know if, if that's something that you see kind of quite commonly yeah so i think that's where the 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 five trend history comes in and where similarly the the original customer base for Fivetran. Fivetran first came to market with uh, with essentially the data integration technology in 2015 with Salesforce as the first data source. Um, Fivetran grew up during a period that startup world was booming, and the, a lot of what we refer to as digitally digitally native organizations sprouted up, and that and digitally native organizations i feel are in a very similar position to fivetran where it's like well we all have access to everything so yes we can build this quickly and well data governance ultimately once we once we grow up we we need data governance but indeed so that's why i feel like during our first roundtable discussion we might have had more more of those digitally native yeah organizations at the table whereas in the second discussion there was uh, certainly more uh, like uh, longer term companies at the around the table as well yeah um any other insights that that were surprising to you in in through the discussions surprising well surprising and not surprising so the well so there there was one um 
the, the, there was one aspect that I think which is talks about data quality and specifically an area of course where you play in yeah. as well and like the 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 challenges organizations deal with uh, to get data in a consistent and standardized format I, those problems had, well i worked in data integration well i'll disclose it here two decades ago <gasps> and i worked on technology uh, to solve to help solve that problem matching wow. and merging yeah. of uh, of um, of data sets in order to to do this kinds of standardization but it still happens we see it all all over it's like if as an organization you look at your your primary data entry system well and I'll I'll speak for for my organization if we look at the the the, the system salesforce.com where we maintain our our customer data like there is some dirty data in there and that is it's sad that two decades after I worked on technology to help solve the challenge, that we've gone absolutely nowhere. Well, that was going to be my next question. Like, how have you seen a large change in, in that time, or, or are we still a long way? I think on the, on the aspect of like standardization of data, I think we're we're as far away from the from the goal post as Absolutely. we were. Probably actually, I think more people are using data than ever before, and it's causing more problems. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's not pro it's not progressed in the last couple of decades. Yeah, and you also talked about Salesforce being one of your first integrations. That was something that again, one of your clients mentioned today was that they chose Fivetran because of the number of different integrations that that fit with the tools they already had. So it, it really does sound like you are a, a flexible, uh, approachable, I guess, tool for a lot of organizations because you can, uh, I don't know whether it's API or however you connect, but you can connect with all their systems, which makes it a lot easier. Right. Yeah, so we, we pride, our, so when we look at like our product strategy, uh, we, we always say, well, connectors, 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 connectors. And we, when we say connector, we use the term connector to indicate a, a technology. And it can, can be a database technology. It can be a technology platform or like a software as a service yeah. platform or like files or data streams. Like all of these, we, we, we uh, put them under the umbrella of connector. And like um, that. it makes it easy for everyone to understand. Right, but then if you think about like software as a service platforms yeah. and the multitude of applications that are out there, you like you need a lot of, like the and and every one of them will have their own proprietary API and of course it's all REST based and it uses like OAuth two like the like some standards but ultimately it's a unique interface into every application. So what we've managed to do with Fivetran and we've launched this earlier this calendar year is the is essentially an ability to very quickly unlock a new API-based platform um, once we manage to get access to it. So there's a lot of automation behind the scenes in order to to very quickly generate the, the necessary code to, to be able to support the application on the platform and then reap the benefits of the platform like security and availability, et cetera. And that, I think, is is part of what makes us successful because organizations who do use some niche technologies and want to get to a point where they utilize fewer vendor technologies, they, they can look at Fivetran as a vendor that can cover a, a very wide, a very broad range of 
applications and connectors. So you're basically doing all the hard work so we don't have to. That is absolutely <laughs> our goal, yes. Um, and as I said, it's been a great morning, lots of discussions. What's been your favourite part of, of the day? So um, I really liked the, the, the customer panels. Uh, I think they were really uh, lively and uh, very good questions yeah, asked and, really and very yeah exactly and 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 and, and really like and I really enjoyed the flow of the day from the keynote through the the, the various roundtable or the various um, panel discussions and then into the roundtables. I think it all fit really nicely together. The roundtables are always very exciting because you hear from individuals who don't necessarily show up on stage but absolutely have incredibly valuable contributions to make. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think for today's session, if I you want me to pick a favorite i think the uh, the panel discussions were love that okay. i think you know you you get people who've never met each other before but yet at, at both round tables everyone shares common problems that everyone's facing and it kind of makes each other feel good you get to it's like a therapy session you get to talk about everything um and as well as fantastic content today i have to say i always judge an event by the food <laughs> and i can't not tell everybody how amazing the food was here today. It's like the best food I've ever had at an event. So um, you, you've managed to do a completely uh, 360 um, satisfaction rate from myself, and I'm very hard to please. So thank you very thank much. You. <laughs> Is there anything else that you would like to uh, talk about, tell tell the listeners before we, we leave? Um. I I was asked a question during the the panel discussion about like what do you think is the most boring part of or the 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 the, the least interesting fl or the fluff the word fluff was used right so yeah. which has a negative connotation um, and I mentioned so my job title has technology in the middle of it uh, I mentioned that I thought that technology is the least interesting part yeah. of this space. Uh, because ultimately it's around the use cases. So what I'd like the listeners to, or what I would encourage the listeners is think about the different use cases that may be specific to your industry or your organization that that you could come up with uh, or that you could solve or address using data that your organization has or has access to and share those use cases. I'd love to see lots of use cases being discussed because ultimately uh, I said the technology itself is the is the fluff it's the least interesting part I think it's the use cases those are the interesting parts and again I love that yeah. I, I do a lot of events and the most popular part of events is always customer sharing of knowledge and exchanging of stories and um, that is great advice. Um, is there a place that they can share that, like tw uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, your website, or? Um, hit, uh, I'd say we'll, LinkedIn. We'll put some, we'll put some yeah, information LinkedIn in the a... notes. But, but yeah, we'd love to hear stories and, and tag yeah. Five Tran in that as well so that they can uh, share that story far and wide. Yes, please. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for today. That has been amazing insights from you. Um, and thank you for such an amazing event. It really has been fantastic. Um, thank you, everyone who's listened to our conversation. If you'd like more information on what we've been discussing today, make sure you head to fivetran.com. 
We will be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. But until then, please make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all the major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, head over to the EM360Tech.com website. Thanks very much. Thank you.